This is Optimal Living Daily Relationships, Episode 63. Tips to Help Cool Your Anger in Your Relationship by Lisa Marlow Booth of lisamarlowbooth.com. And I'm Joss Marie, your host and personal narrator, right here on the Relationships Edition of Optimal Living Daily. This is the show where I read to you from some of the best relationship blogs in the world every weekday for free. And yes, it's always with permission from the authors. Today I have a post from Lisa Marlowe Booth of lisamarlowbooth.com. This is actually only the second time we're featuring her content on Optimal Living Daily Relationships, and we couldn't be more excited about it. So I'd just like to give a huge shout out to the listener who recently recommended this author and say thanks again. Speaking of, if there's a certain topic or author or blog that you'd like to recommend for this show, please do. We're always looking for new relationship content, and we'd love to hear your suggestions. To get in contact with us, just come by oldpodcast.com, or you can join our Facebook group and let us know that way. To join, just search for Optimal Living Daily on Facebook and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com Facebook. But without further ado, let's hear today's post and start optimizing your life. Tips to Help Cool Your Anger in Your Relationship by Lisa Marlowe Booth of lisamarlowbooth.com Anger is a common problem for many people in relationships, and it is toxic when not controlled. Individuals are struggling with it, children are emulating it, and couples are separating because of it. If you're interested in a mutually energizing relationship, then it's time to start controlling your anger and stop allowing your anger to control you. If you truly want to change your relationship and you struggle with anger, then you have to work it. The first step to controlling your anger, after you realize it's a problem, is to change your beliefs about anger. Here are several beliefs to adopt to help you get it under control. Number one, every human being deserves to be treated with respect at all times by all people, period. This includes you and your partner. Number two, People don't make me mad. I make myself upset in response to what others do or don't do. Many people struggle with this belief because they are certain their partner made them mad. The truth is that one day my partner could bump me and I'll laugh at it, and the next day he could bump me and I'll get annoyed. It's the same bump, same behavior. However, my interpretation is different depending on my mood, my boundaries, and so on. He didn't make me anything. He just bumped me. Number three, words are just as hurtful as actions. I once had a client say to me that he believed the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. This is a crazy notion that will get you on the fast track to divorce. Words may not hurt you, but I'm betting that if you're being emotionally hurtful to your partner, they hurt him or her and subsequently, your relationship. Stop minimizing the toxicity of your words and know that when you choose to let yourself shoot verbal ammunition at your partner, those shots hurt. Number four, other people's behavior does not justify my own. This is another difficult belief for people to take in because they believe that if their partner is mean, then they have the right to be mean back. This is called retaliation. You can't be relational and retaliating at the same time. 
Often, retaliation can get couples into a vicious loop of pain. You can speak to your partner's hurtful anger, you can set limits on it, and you can even choose to walk away from it. What you can't do, however, is mirror it. When you mirror your partner's rage, that just leaves two out-of-control people instead of one. Once you've adopted these rules and commit to incorporating them into your relationship, you have to try various things to help settle yourself down. First, it's helpful for you to pay attention to when you're getting angry. Some clues that you're getting angry. Number one, the hairs on the back of your neck feel like they are standing on end. You can feel yourself tightening and tensing up. Number two, you get defensive about someone's feedback. Number three, you start elevating your voice. Number four, your face feels flushed. Number five, you start speaking at a faster and louder pace. Clues that your anger is getting out of control and over the top. Number one, you start making sarcastic remarks or overt digs. Number two, you start pointing your finger at or putting your body and face directly in front of the other person. You may even notice the other person back up and try to create a distance from you. Number three, your name calling, swearing, or belittling someone. Number four, the person you are speaking to says you're angry or asks you to change your tone. Number five, you slam your fist on a table, into a wall, or raise it in the air in a threatening way. Number six, you throw, kick, or smash anything in anger, including slamming doors. Number seven, you intimidate, threaten, or attempt to scare someone into shutting up or doing as you say. Number eight, you begin to drive erratically, swerving lanes, honking horn, shooting the finger, speeding up, tailgating, and so on. When you catch yourself doing any of the above or others that are more specific to you, you need to step in and remind yourself that you never have the right to be disrespectful to anyone at any time. Note, if your life is at risk, you obviously have the right to do whatever you need to do to keep yourself safe. That is not disrespectful. It is survival and protection. If you're struggling with being moderate with your anger, take the following steps to cool down. Number one, breathe. Let me say that again. Breathe. Take in a slow, deep breath. Hold to the count of four and release just as slowly to the count of four. Do this two to three times to help slow down your heart rate and get centered so you can act versus react. Number two, shut your mouth. Too many people get angry and then just start firing off the most horrific things before they even have time to think about the impact of their words. It is easier to not open your mouth at all than it is to open it and then try to control what comes out of it. You can spew things at your partner, but not without a cost to you and your relationship. Number three, take space. If you are too heated to be respectful, get out of the situation and cool off. Tell your partner you need to take a time out and go calm down. Do not go and stew. Take space and remind yourself of the core beliefs at the top. Do not obsess about what an obnoxious, fill in the blank, your partner is. That will not help you calm down. You are taking space so that you can be civil and handle your emotions in a respectful adult way. Number four, distract yourself. 
take a walk, take a shower, call a friend, one who will not tell you to go off on your partner, kick a soccer ball, take a run, journal, write a letter that you do not send, and so on. Figure out what works for you and implement it whenever you can feel yourself escalate. When I was younger, the only thing that worked for me was shooting the soccer ball. I could totally go off on the ball while I was arguing to myself about what just happened. I'm sure it was quite comical to watch me, but it was the only thing that helped. Now, I'll jump on the treadmill, take a walk, or do something active to get my energy out. You have to figure out if you need to be active to calm yourself, or if you need to process via writing, journaling, or talking to a friend. If you don't know, then play with it and figure it out. Okay, these are some basic tips for handling your anger. The first step to controlling your anger is admitting you have a problem. If it's an issue in your relationship, then guess what? You have a problem. My suggestion is that you deal with it now before it destroys the things you care about most. The choice is up to you. Challenge. If you struggle with anger, figure out where you need to start. A belief, awareness of when angry, signs you're over the top or intervening, and focus on that area until you feel ready to move on to the next one. If you're not sure if you have a problem with anger, ask your partner and take in their response without getting angry about what they said. You just listened to the post titled, Tips to Help Cool Your Anger in Your Relationship by Lisa Merlot Booth of lisamerlobooth.com. And again, thanks to the listener who recommended today's author, we're always trying to broaden our pool of relationship content, so we appreciate any of your recommendations for new topics, authors, or blogs. To get in touch with us, just visit oldpodcast.com or simply join our Facebook group and let us know that way. To join, just search for Optimal Living Daily in Facebook and request access. Or the shortcut link is oldpodcast.com slash Facebook. And that's it for today. Thank you all so, so much for listening. And remember to come on back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.